first announcement followed me home the other day I hate it, never mind Go away It's so thick you can stir with a stick Feet Teflon whitewash presidency We're sick of being jerked around Wear that on your sleeve Broadcast me a joyful noise Into the times, Lord, count your blessings We're sick of being jerked around We all fall down Have you ever seen the televising Brightest subcommittee prize Investigation dance Those ants and pants Glances right look behind the eyes It's a hallowed hollow anesthetized Save my own ass, screw these guys Smoke and mirror lock down Broadcast me a joyful noise And tune the times, Lord Count your blessings Papers wouldn't lie I sign not one more It's been a bad day Please don't take a picture It's been a bad day Please It's been a bad day Please don't take a picture It's been a bad day Please We're dug in deep The price is steep The auction such a creep The lights went out The orange dry We blamed it on The other guy Cheryl men are created equal Here's the church Here's the steeple Please stay tuned We cut to sequel Ashes, ashes We all fall down Broadcast me a joyful noise Into the times Lord, count your blessings Ignore the love Fears of this Means war It's been a bad day Times, Lord, count your blessings We're sick of being checked
not a cry that you hear at night It's not somebody who's seen the light It's a call and it's a broken hallelujah
Farming at the window at the doctor cursed He was a cartoon on forsaken by the public eye The nurse suggested her daughter that I breathe my first The doctor grabbed my throat and yelled God's consolation prize I belong to the blank generation and I can take it or leave it each time Well, I belong to the generation but I can take it or leave it each time Take it!
from Manhattan Snow in Vietnam, took a bullet in the head Bobby OD'd on Trino on the night that he was wet They were two more friends of mine
Mod Snap Radio, it's DJ Depraved, and that was in dedication to the band Television. So, Yay. yeah. Um, AJ is more familiar with this band, therefore I'm going to let him make this announcement. So, go ahead, AJ. Let, let us know what happened here. Well, uh, Tom Verlaine, the lead singer of Television, who made a few uh, albums with Television uh, and then went on to do a solo career, uh, died this last week. And uh, he was a very influential person uh, when it came to alternative rock slash post-punk slash punk. Um, I was telling you earlier about how he... uh, he had basically been uh, in a band uh, with some friends of his, including his former room, uh, roommate, a guy by the name of uh, Richard Hell. And uh, they all eventually mutated into what became known as television. And so Richard Hell was actually in television. But before they could record their first album, they got into some kind of scuffle, even though they were good friends and roommates. And uh, Richard Hell got kicked out and he went on to form Form uh, Richard Hell and the Voivods, which some people claim was the first real punk rock album. Um, And it is. It's a really good album. Don't get me wrong. Uh, But uh, a lot of people will say that television was the first punk rock band. Uh, I don't think of them so much as punk as I do post-punk. They were kind of sort of post-punk before there was even the word punk. So the music is pretty phenomenal. Uh, As I told you earlier there's uh there's a rock element to it but it's got the the driving rhythm section the drums and the bass uh there's the angular guitars the interesting juxtapositions of all of that stuff the Mm -hmm. the wailing vocals but there really aren't like guitar solos there's just a lot of of really cool riffs but never really guitar solos so you know it, it wasn't like the other music that was around it at the time and uh, they were one of these bands that ended up being along with like the Talking Heads and Blondie and the early uh, Ramones uh, kind of staples over at CBGB's back in the day. And they're an incredible band, very influential. I also sent you that link uh, to uh, the eulogy that Patti Smith made about Tom Verlaine and how he uh, had been very influential in her life. Um, and in so many other lives too, but yeah, the guy was incredible and, uh, he will be missed. Uh, he may be dead, but his music will continue forever. And I'm glad that it will because he, uh, he pretty much in a lot of ways was the architect of a lot of the music that you and I listen to now. Pretty much. And I was going to say that when it comes to hearing, uh, guitar solos and jamming more in uh, punk music in general, it kind of had to wait until um, what came out of what was the fusion of it that ultimately created grunge, and then the fusion of alternative and punk music in the 90s, brought forth by bands like Green Day and um, uh, Arvo Levine, strange enough, and uh, mm-hmm. The Offspring where you start hearing guitar solos, and that's more of an element of alternative rock, which carried over from stadium rock. So that is really the reason why the majority of punk and hardcore punk especially, the songs are really, at most, maybe two and a half minutes. Because there's just no room in the middle for them to have a jam session or have a guitar solo or a drum solo or anything like that. It's... It's very rare at most to hear. And that's so. like, and that's why we have the room we needed to be able to not only play our five, five songs each or 10, yep. but an 11 song, an actual television song, uh, yeah, which we otherwise we'll be playing that after our commentary here today. So we do have a, we do have a song by television to play for you guys after we're done here. So yeah, one last one when we're after our commentary tonight. Normally, we can barely fit 10 in and have enough space for commentary, but punk songs are so short usually that, yep. uh, you know, a couple minutes long, and that's an epic ballad right there. <laughs> Pretty much. So, 
But um, that's why we, we have so we, much room uh, left. That's good. That's good. But um, in, in doing uh, this show, and for the most, for most, in dedication to shows that we do, we use the website Influence, and it's not Influence; it's Influence, and they uh, go through and they take a band, and you have to choose bands that are a bit more. Um, I won't say popular necessarily because television. Truthfully, they were a very underground band. They're prolific, but they're very underground. So they uh, had drummed up enough um, of a legacy for other bands to have discovered them and to go off of them. So we used that website to uh, figure out who had the high, who had drawn the most inspiration from this band. Plus, this same website will tell you where these artists that you're looking up drew their influence from. So, like, if you want to know where, like, Depeche Mode got their ideas from or who got their ideas from Depeche Mode. So, just for instance. So, that's where we got this information. And the first band that that popped up on the list, and now that I've listened to a few songs by television, and, of course, I'm very familiar with R.E.M., I now hear it. So I'm glad to have re- been afforded that opportunity in doing this uh, dedication to uh, the band television. And this first song is R.E.M. with their, with a song of theirs called Bad Day. And it's kind of a, it was kind of turned into a hit afterwards. They included it as a new song on their Greatest Hits album. So that's how that song came along. So... Mm. And the second band I played, which we've played this band multiple times on here because they more or less started the revival of post-punk music in the early 2000s, um, Interpol, with their song, uh, Success. And the third band, Jeff Buckley, with uh, which... Um, uh, if you know the history of Jeff Buckley plus his dad Tim Buckley, that's very tragic. Both of them, both of them just took their own lives in their twenties. Both of them died way before they were supposed to. Way before they were supposed to, yeah. So, uh, but you know, well, a lot of times um, being a being an artist and mental health issues kind of go hand in hand. So, I hate to say it, but it's true. He drowned in a river uh, in Memphis, Tennessee, at the age of 31. Walked. I heard he walked he was, into uh, the uh, Mississippi River singing a song, and nobody ever heard from him since. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. That's, that's, that's crazy. the way I heard, at least, when it comes to Jeff Buckley. He was a very, very talented guy, and he had a four-octave vocal range. Yep. So he could, he, he could hit really high notes that other singers can't even think about hitting. Um it's a shame he was he was brilliant. I, I think that uh, the song that you picked is one of my favorites from him anyway. But that that whole oh, yeah. album of his is just incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. and um, yeah. The only other the only other singer I can think of that has four that had four octaves in her voice is Chris Cornell and uh, Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury, yeah. So. They say Freddie. They, they say that Freddie Mercury had five octaves. We'll have to look into yeah. that. That's what I heard. So by the way, that's uh, my that's my dad commenting. Um, my dad, my dad uh, had a surgery today, and I've spent the day with him. So we're recording in his living room instead of in my studio. So there we go. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> just uh, how it went, how it worked out this week. So I hope hope uh, the noise difference is minimal in here, but you know I don't hear anything different. So, but anywho, y'all's in trouble. I, There's three of us tonight. Yeah, there are. <laughs> Well, we used to do uh, we used to do uh, podcasts where all three of us would choose songs each, but we haven't yeah. done one of those yeah, in a while. Yeah. Maybe we'll have to do one soon. Yeah. But uh, anywho, I chose the song "Hallelujah" from Jeff Buckley, and most most people who are aware of Jeff Buckley are probably already aware that's a cover. And if you're not aware, that was originally done by Leonard Cohen. So. Yep. If you're if you're not aware of Leonard Cohen, I recommend looking up the same song "Hallelujah" by
by Leonard Cohen as well. Um, especially an extended live version. The lyrics that you hear in the pl- song we played tonight is only a small sample of what uh, Leonard Cohen had actually written for that song. Yep. So I will leave it there. I think we've discussed this song in depth before, but it's a little bit of religion and a little bit of torture at the same time. So mm-hmm. just be ready for that. It's that song that will never end. Like that one song, this is the song that never ends. That song never ends if you don't want it, it just to. just goes on and on, my friend. <laughs> Pretty much. Last but not least, this week I played The Killers with a song of theirs where he was already eulogizing someone with this song. And this is their song called Be Still. And I was I was trying to find songs that were a bit more slowed down. Uh, well, except for R.E.M., of course. R.E.M., Bad Day. Well, dying's, dying could be a good or a bad day, and uh, untimely is always bad, so... But it seemed like um, it seemed like a lead singer of uh, television. He was having a brief illness, and it just took him. So it seems a little untimely. So here we are. So and those are a little longer. Tracks. I agree. Yep. So yep. So um, I'm going to agree with everything that you said. And by the way, great tracks. I like everything that you picked. Um, Thank you. I mentioned Richard Hell, and he was, uh, like I said, in television for a while, but he got kicked out because they had like a disagreement. Is it three? Okay. Okay. He got disagree. They had some kind of disagreement, and and they had a falling out, and he got kicked out. But Richard Hell went on to form a band called Richard Hell and the Voidoids, and uh, they made their debut album, uh, Blank Generation, right around the same time the television's first album came out. Which, by the way, that's called Marquee Moon. And uh, it's one of the few albums that's considered so classic that it's basically a flawless album. It's one of those ones you can play the whole thing through and you don't get tired of any of the songs. They're really good. The whole thing is really fantastic from start to finish. Uh, But anyway, getting back to Richard Hell, uh, the album is called Blank Generation. And I picked the track called Blank Generation as my first track this evening. And although... It wasn't necessarily anything Tom Verlaine had anything to do with. As I said, they were really good friends and roommates, and they rubbed off on each other. And a lot of the punkiness that that you hear in the television stuff, he basically took from Richard Hell as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, there's different people that'll claim this was the first punk act or that was the first punk act. Well, uh, television has been accused of that many times but so is uh the blank generation of uh, voidoids so just thought i should mention that and this so uh my first track this evening richard hell and the voidoids with blank generation uh moving on another artist another poet who was very heavily influenced by the early punk uh scene big fan of going to cbgb's when he was young uh big fan of uh the talking heads and blondie and all of these early bands, including television, was the young Jim Carroll, who they made that movie, The Basketball Diaries, all about. And uh, that was basically like his biography. And uh, he had a band called the Jim Carroll Band, and they did a song called Those Are People Who Died. <laughs> and I love this song. It's just a crazy, like a kind of a fast-paced, punky anthem about different people that this guy died and how it happened. It's just a little ditty. It's funny. It's funny and campy and a little bit morbid, but in a funny way. Anyway, I thought uh, that would be a, a touching song to include. And yeah, also uh, now you can add uh, Somber Lane to the list of people who died. <laughs> do, a new, do, do a new verse about him. Anyway, mm-hmm. continuing uh, my third track this evening, uh, track number eight was the Pixies with the song Hey. I could have picked any Pixie song and they all would have worked, but to me, this one had kind of that stripped down, early punky kind of a thing going on. And that's why I wanted it to be part of uh, tonight's show. And so continuing my fourth track this evening was uh, another one of these bands that you would say showed up in the last couple of decades and uh, is part of this uh, post-punk revival. Um, and that's the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs with their song Maps. And once again, I could have picked a myriad of their different songs, but this is one of the ones that to me sounds the most like 
it could be very television influenced. So it's the one that I chose. And uh, my final track for the evening uh, was the band that out of all the ones that we listed tonight, out of everything that we played, the one that to me sounds the most like television, I can't see them existing without somehow having been influenced hardcore by television because i'd say 90 percent of their whole act is television uh part two and that's the strokes with their song reptilia oh yeah they sound so much like television it's not even funny i mean they're practically television reincarnated so cool song uh could have picked anything from them as well there was a couple of other songs i was almost tempted to but i thought this is probably the song they're best known for so i thought it would be a good place I Maybe think the it, song it, "Last Tonight," but it's not very representative of anything exactly. outside of their more garage stage. So, right, I thought this song was more like, "Oh, this is television." You know, if if, yeah. if close your eyes and you told me it was some Tom Verlaine stuff I hadn't heard about, I might believe it, except the voice is wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, and that's just it. Um, the the band Stroke, those Strokes, they pulled a lot of inspiration from the. Um, that era where television was starting out in the late 60s, early 70s. And uh, you can hear it. I mean, hell, you can hear, especially once they got past their garage stage, where, like, when I saw them play with, like, 10 other people. By the way, that's my indie rock story. I, my ironic indie rock story, I should say. I saw The Strokes with, like, seven other people in a tiny bar. And then when I came back through a year later, they were playing at the Myriad in Oklahoma City. So... Which and then you is almost a had a 7,500 seat stadium, you know. So, <laughs> and then you almost had a stroke from the surprise. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, I was just standing on street color street corner. I mean, doing the whole jacket in San Diego thing, you know. So, but um, <laughs> yeah, you know, I almost killed over over that. You know, car stepped out in the road while I was getting a little too excited, and car hit me. But anyway, <laughs> um. <laughs> And um, that, that's something I don't want to talk about much anymore. So, <laughs> but uh, guys, we are running out of time here if we want to play this extra track. So, uh, without further ado, we are dedicating the last few minutes of our time tonight to uh, the song Venus from television. This was chose by AJ. So, I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, after this is done, do stay tuned. Because uh, Butt Plug Steve and uh, uh, Count <laughs> Pactula is coming up next on their show, uh, Wipe a Bus. <laughs> and um, if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, do uh, do uh, subscribe to us and uh, send us some suggestions on our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash realalternativehour. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Yep.
the first 